you want to ditch feature dumping, build trust and earn the opportunity to become your prospect's trusted guide, then say hello to the Influential Communicator newsletter. Now, listen, my friend, my intention is clear because with one actionable weekly email keyword actionable my goal is to transform you into a captivating storyteller communicator and presenter so if this is a bit of you then head on down to www.theinfluentialcommunicator.com to register now and by the way if you do sign up know that you'll also receive my free guide on how to craft a punchy and high converting elevator story i'll see you on the other side Welcome to the Influential Communicator Podcast, where my mission is to help B2B salespeople sell more by becoming authentic storytellers and impactful communicators without suppressing who they truly are or their values. I'm your host, Ravi Rajani, and without further wait, let's get into it. Earlier the other week, I stumbled upon one of the worst quotes I've ever heard, man. And it went something along the lines of, in order to be successful, one must project an image of success at all times. And I remember sitting at my desk, shaking my head like, this must be a joke. This is a joke. This must be a joke. And I quickly found out that the dude who said that quote was a gentleman called Buddy Kane. And then I later found out after a bit more of Googling that he was a sleazy real estate king played by Peter Gallagher in the movie American Beauty. Now, listen, I haven't seen that movie before, okay? But I instantly developed a massive disliking for our boy Buddy. And it's because of three words, people, because of three words, okay? And those three words are at all times. Meaning he said, in order to be successful, one must project an image of success at all times. I mean, seriously, this teaches people that perfection sells and that perfection even exists. And when it comes to delivering any presentation, trying to portray an image of perfection is just a one-way ticket to failure. And in today's episode, people, I want to teach you how to become a charismatic presenter by embracing imperfection. All right, let's get it. Now, as we said, or as I've suggested, Perfection doesn't exist in presentations and in life. And trying to be perceived as a flawless human being is just a perfect recipe for disaster as a presenter. Now, for me, the key lies in being seen as extraordinary. Now, this term in this context was actually coined by a speaking coach called Pat Quinn. And I'm paraphrasing, but he breaks it up into two meaning that term extraordinary, into two two sides of the same coin is probably the best way to put it. Now, on one side, you have extra, meaning a person who has achieved something desirable in the eyes of their audience, right? Like, hey, look at this Lamborghini. Hey, I sold my company for X. Or hey, look at my health. You get what I'm saying, right? Whatever somebody desires. And then you have ordinary, a flawed human being who smiles, hurts, and bleeds just like you. And here's the interesting thing. Pat Quinn says being extra on its own leads to a lack of relatability, right? But being ordinary, I sounded very American there, didn't I? Ordinary? I think that sounded very American. 
Man, that's what happens when 99% of your client base is American, you know? Being ordinary, that, there you go, that's British. Being ordinary on its own leads to a perceived inability to guide somebody from pain to glory. Meaning, if you're on stage listening to somebody, or rather, if you're in the audience listening to somebody on stage, and they're just ordinary, you're like, hmm, I mean, what can I learn from this person? Maybe I should be up on stage, right? But when you put them together, that's when the magic happens. Meaning, rather, being seen as extraordinary. Because when you do that, you authentically you authentically stink of charisma and you earn the opportunity to become your audience's trusted guide because you've achieved something valuable in the eyes of the people that you wish to serve. And you showcase that you're a human being who's had a non-linear journey, just like the people you're talking to. Now, for me, the key lies in what you do in the first few minutes of your presentation. Because if you do this incorrectly, real talk, it can make or break the rest of your presentation or talk or speech or whatever it might be, okay? So the answer lies in one thing, storytelling. Now, I know you know I was probably going to say that, right? I know you know I was probably going to say that, but stay with me, okay? But more specifically, a short personal story. Let's go deeper. Kick off your presentation with a short personal story. Now, the goal is to instantly humanize yourself and open the hearts and minds of your audience whilst earning the opportunity to become their Yoda, their trusted guide. And here's four tips on how you can do that, okay? Tip number one, if you're with me, tip number one, ensure your story is short, okay? In store in store, rather ensure your story is short. And ideally, I'd say around two minutes, okay? Ideally around two minutes. Now, take that with a pinch of salt. I don't know how long your presentation is. Is it 10 minutes? Is it a full day? You get what I mean? But take it with a pinch of salt. Sales kickoff season is coming, people, and I love it, man. I love it because it's such an exciting time as a speaker, but... For enablement professionals and revenue leaders, well, it can be kind of stressful, you know, and having delivered storytelling keynotes and workshops for revenue teams like NetSuite, Crunchbase, and AB Tasty, I know it's not just about motivation and inspiration, but also about finding the right speaker who can educate your audience and spark a long lasting shift in behavior. So, hey, if you are thinking about storytelling as a theme for kicking off your new fiscal year, then head on down to www.theraviRajani.com forward slash speaking to check out my speaker reel, take a look at some of my topics and some customer stories to see if there's a fit. And if there is, then you can scroll down to the bottom and book an alignment call with me directly. All right, let's get back to the show. What I'm trying to say is, the longer your story, the more attention you're demanding from your audience. So keep it punchy. Otherwise, you run the risk of losing your audience, especially as a novice storyteller. Meaning you might see a comedian, especially the top comedians, their entire set is one long story. But 
You gotta start somewhere, you know? You gotta start somewhere. Tip number two, your story must contain an element of vulnerability while simultaneously showcasing learnings or tangible takeaways, I suppose is the best way to put it, from the conflict that arose in your narrative. Now, this goes back to being seen as extraordinary, right? But what you gotta note here is you must define what vulnerability means to you. So you don't experience a vulnerability hangover afterwards, you know? There's an interesting, there's an interesting feeling, I think, especially in the world that we live in today amongst people who want to share their story or a story. They often feel like they need to be dark and have something tragic happen to them. Otherwise, they can't share their story on stage. Remember, it's all about being relatable. Okay, it's all about relatability and you get to define what vulnerability means to you. It's not about showcasing every skeleton in your closet. It's about going deep with what you're willing to show to the world or rather open the world up to in your life. Because I think there's a difference between personal and private. Private is for you and your loved ones, right? It's the sacred stuff. Personal, you can let people into that, right? If you so wish to do so. Tip number three. Your core message, I'm going to repeat that, your core message inside of your presentation should tie into the underlying root cause of your audience's big problem. Okay, so for example, let's say somebody's big problem is that their business won't grow because they're not posting content on social media. However, the root cause of their problem is the fear of judgment. Now, you could share a story about, hey, this one time I was scared of posting content on social media and then I decided to do so and then this happened and now look at me how great I am. Instead, you could tie the entire core message of your story around a fear of judgment and then say, hey, this is what this means for you. Here's what I'm trying to tell you. Okay, something along those lines and tie it back to what this means for the audience. But your core message is around a fear of judgment, meaning you're going underneath the surface. You're talking about the underlying root cause of somebody's problem, not just the surface level stuff. Okay, so your personal story's core message in this case should tie into the idea of fear of judgment. The fear of judgment. Final tip. Here's the ugly truth, okay? And I know you know this, but maybe you need to hear it again. So your audience don't care about your accolades, employment experience, and just all your achievements, man. They really don't. They don't care. They don't care. Never have, never will, period. All they care about is with them, meaning what's in it for me. With them. Coined by Zig Ziglar. Now, In order to play into that, you need to ensure your story is designed to solve a problem and give them significance versus making you feel significance. Okay. Now, a silent mentor once taught me this. His name is Yaya Bakar. And he said, he said, most people design their story to give themselves significance. Instead, design your story to give others significance subtle shift right remove your ego you'll be happy you did people you'll be happy you did and that same dude actually once taught me that ego stands for everybody's got one 
So if you believe you don't got one, man, you got one. We've all got one, right? So listen, what I'm trying to say is Buddy lied to you, okay? Buddy Kane lied to you. Perfection does not sell. Imperfection does, right? Imperfection does. And as I like to say, imperfection equals connection. Imperfection equals connection. And after all, we're just, we're all just human beings, you know, who are a work in progress. And showcasing authentic vulnerability really can lead to you connecting on an emotional level with your audience and engaging in charismatic communication without even trying. And for me, storytelling is your best bet. So, hey, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Much love, and I'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Peace. I have a question for you, my friend. And that question is, is what would it take to have you subscribe to the Influential Communicator podcast and leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice? Because I tell you what, my friend, my big mission is to help B2B sellers and all listeners of this show sell more by becoming influential storytellers and communicators without without suppressing their personality and disowning their value. So, hey, the more the word gets out about this podcast, the more people we can gather on this mission. So if you could support me, then, hey, that would be dope. And if not, that's dope too. Either way, I got love for you, all right? I'll see you on the other side.